Hey everyone, welcome along to Behind the Bar podcast. This podcast is brought to you by the coaches and clients of RT Fitness Durham, Sunderland, and of course, the Barbell Club. On today's episode, me, Luke, and Sarah talk all the good, bad, and ugly about alcohol and its effects on your results. Please hit that subscribe button, leave us a review, and enjoy the show. Cheers. Luke, Sarah, today's uh, topic, alcohol, <laughs> alcohol and its effect on results. Have you noticed how much he smirks when asking a question? <laughs> it's like he's um, fucking taking the clip out of his grenade. <laughs> I know. So what, I mean, like, first off, we'll, actually, Sarah, your views on alcohol in relation to results. My opinion on alcohol in relation to results, not just alcohol in general. Um, no, actually, no, go on then. Wait, just, you, I'll tell you what, let, let's go just your total opinion on alcohol because I, I feel like, I, because probably where us three aren't big drinkers, mm-hmm. like you, I mean, you probably the least than Sarah and Sarah, you don't in a sense. So it's like for us, this might come across as a one-sided thing, but... I can go back from where I used to drink loads and shit like that. So, but your opinions on alcohol, go, Sarah. My opinions on alcohol have changed next. throughout my life. Um, I chose not to drink late teens. Like, I did obviously go through the typical teenage drinking sessions and stuff, but I suffer from migraines quite badly. So, because I had so many issues with migraines, I then didn't see the point in self-inducing them by getting pissed up and having a hangover. So I've kind of always had an on-off relationship with alcohol. Um, I don't like it. I don't like the taste of it. Um, I don't mind having a few drinks to where I feel tiddly, but I hate feeling out of control. Um, I feel like when you drink too much, you lose control over your emotions, and that comes out, reflects. I think it's used to numb bigger issues going on in your life. Um, it's used as a crutch by a lot of people. This is very one-sided, isn't it? It's like a fucking essay. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm quite opinionated on it. <laughs> but no, it's one of those things where it's like each to their own. I personally don't like it, but I feel... What's the line that you always use? It's the... It's, it's the drug... It's the most it's overused, the one, no, it's the one it's the drug one that drug. you're judged for not having. No, it's the one drug what you've got to explain not using. <gasps> that's the one. Yeah, that's it. And I hate that. I hate that. Just that in itself makes us dislike alcohol because it's like, why is it so widely accepted for people to get pissed up? But not. I think I have a pick up one. Yeah. But, um, but you've never stopped drinking. I've never like totally, that's the thing. I'm not, I'm not one of these people where I feel like I need to say, I don't drink, I don't drink, I never drink. I'm on fucking 300 day no drinking streak. whoop de fucking do If you feel the need to shout about it, you've got a problem. <laughs> but, then is that, that, but then is that not the... It's popular to do that at the minute. 
it is. And that really fucks us off. Yeah. Because all the big names are doing it, and it's like, how am I? Like, yeah. Y- y- I, I don't get it. I don't get the need to shout about it. I think before Sarah takes up all of this um, one, <laughs> I'll, I'll move, to, move to Luke. Your opinion's Luke Abel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've, I've never been a big drinker. My whole life, really. What about, about army? Or? Not even then. No. I never really went out. I've, every now and then. I think I went out like three times in the four years I was in. <laughs> just never been a drinker. Uh, maybe when I was a bit younger. But just turning 18, what everyone does. But I, didn't, I just don't like the feeling of being pissed. And it is a drug. That's the thing with it. People get addicted easy. And then you see the negative sides of it. And that's my short answer, you know. Yeah, that's a, that's a short answer. You need to look at us like that and roll your fucking eyes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hmm. So I mean, I've just got an opinion, that's all. <laughs> so, I mean, like, I mean, your, your opinion is going to be, well, a lot stronger than really because of where you see it. I have nothing against people who drink. I just don't bother with it. His right. body's a temple. That's the difference. Yeah. But there's still plenty of people who do drink, who still have great physiques. Mm. Like all these fucking, well, I suppose these people who pretend to go to a bather and drink, who've got the absolute rip bodies, are they really drinking? Or are they just holding one drink for the, for the gram? Just borrow their mates. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? When you say the really ripped people, ocean beach, stuff like that, are well, these? No, they're, they're... <laughs> this is where I chuck in a stereotype. Go for it. Well, these are probably the people who do get absolutely shredded for X amount of weeks beforehand. They're like, like they kind of live in the gym. We know plenty of local people who live in the fucking gym and they get well pissed up on a weekend, but they're also banging bags up the nose every weekend as well. Yeah. And they're going absolutely ten to the dozen in the gym. Mm. Yeah. Stereotypical. <laughs> Thing is, though, when we got together, we were drinking. Yeah, we were. And even to, I mean, it came, God, I mean, four, five year ago, five year ago, we'd have a bottle of Prosecco on a Friday night between us. I hear Prosecco. <laughs> I hear the tears. That's probably the only time we've ever drank in the house, was that bottle of Prosecco on a Friday night, and I don't even know why we did it, but... I've still got my wedding one. And now sometimes it's like a feeling of, oh, well, everyone Which else marriage? does it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it, I don't know when, we, how we got into that. I mean, I used to like whiskey. Mm-hmm. That was the thing. I used to love a whiskey on a Friday night, two double whiskeys on a Friday night. And this is, oh, this was four, four, four five years ago now, five years ago. But, and then, I, then did we go to Prosecco? How fucking emotionally was volatile was I when I had a drink? Very. (laughs) (laughs) How did we nearly get divorced at our wedding party because we both had too much to drink? Yeah. And Ross ended up on a golf course. Yeah. (laughs) Which was probably like a massive turning turning point for me in my drinking because that was five years ago. I mean, five years ago next week, that party. (laughs) Um, And I... Yeah, I drank way too much. I'm blaming your dad for a little bit of it, but I still was the one who drank the drink 
So yeah, I had, necked it before. I had necked do, two do you know double what? Do you know whiskies. what the mental thing is? You necked it before dancing. Yeah. Because you needed a drink to dance. Now, I find that in itself for someone who's actually quite a good dancer. Why, you, thank you. And, fuck off. And you, love, <laughs> and you love a dance. I found it sad that you needed the drink for the confidence to do it. Like, <sighs> proper sad. That's I, probably I a deep-rooted thing, though, because I think that's, that's probably a deep-rooted thing of, like, where, where I was 17, 18, and I think I'd probably needed a drink to have the confidence to speak to women on the dance floor. <laughs> No, 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 that's right. And then it's probably always been that thing of like where I've needed that little bit of a confidence booster because alcohol is. Oof, no. It's a confidence booster. Would you what, say it's because a confidence you had to talk to 90 booster. people before getting one to say yes? Well, fucking heck, it's a numbers his, game, that, isn't it? That was his, that's always what he says. <laughs> it was always a numbers game on a night out. Fucking hell. If you ask 10, you get one neck on. Out of, <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> It's a numbers game. <laughs> but yeah, this, so it's like probably that stemmed from that and then that's always been that thing where I've went back, but then having that amount of drink, mm -hmm. obviously me waking up back at our house and not the hotel room with you. Um, yeah, then that implemented the five drink rule after that, didn't it? I think it's because, and I think it's probably, it's a both, both of us situation. You more than me. If someone says to me, you've had enough drink, I know I've had enough drink and I'll stop drinking. <laughs> if someone says to you, I've had enough drink, stop fucking nagging this man, I'm having another drink. And then you'll just keep going even more. Do you know what I mean? Yep. It's like naughty kid syndrome. No, you've told us I can't have more, or I shouldn't have more, so I'm going to have more, because I feel, I feel all right. As soon as someone says that, you know As soon as someone says, I feel all right, you're not. <laughs> you're not at all. And I have stuck to that apart from the last year's Christmas party, which I had six, and then I got COVID afterwards and it was the worst hangover in the world, and I fucking hated my life. So yeah, but we normally, I, I stick to five, even just on the summer night out, five, and that was enough. Because obviously now where the big gaps in between drink, that's like, that's probably someone who does drink quite drunk in a sense, mm -hmm. or tiddly. <laughs> it's most people's Friday, five pints. Friday, More. Saturday and Sunday, mm. man. See, it. I was summer night out, I didn't drink. But I got, I'm sure with someone's, I, I, I don't know how they intended it, and I can't even remember who said it now, but they said something to the effect of, you look like you're having a really good time. What, in a sake you Uh-huh. And I feel like that was a proper, because I wasn't having a drink, and I was like, hey, don't like it, don't want a drink. I'm not making a big deal out of it. I'm not being a miserable fucker and sitting in the corner not doing anything. If there's music on and there's people dancing, I'll dance. I couldn't give a fly and shite how much drink I've had. I'll I'm be on that dance floor for other people dancing. <laughs> Do you know what it is? I think um, somebody said it. One of the people who probably is annoying you at the minute, Sarah. Um, they said about like these people who are trying to stop drinking You've got to fill out those times when you are drinking, Friday night, Saturday night, whatever, you've got to fill it out with something else. And like if you decided, right, we're going to go paintballing on a Saturday night, that's going to stop you from drinking. I mean, we do, nobody's offered me a paintball night out on a Saturday night yet, but you can fill it in with other activities. If you're filling in your weekend with an activity, then you could potentially stop the drinking mm -hmm. instead of that. It's like any addiction, though. Replace it with someone else, smoking polos. But are you going to get addicted to paintballing? 
you never know. <laughs> probably people. Start huffing it, <laughs> Yeah, but probably people with those personalities, the will, though. Yeah. Which isn't a bad thing because yours is probably fitness. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say you replace it with fitness. Yeah. Saturday night run. Would you both say that we always have that um, need for addiction then? Need for addiction? Or need for something to need do? Need for dopamine release, isn't it? Yeah, you're addicted to the dopamine release in a sense. Mm. So wherever you get that from is what you're going to stick to. I think sadly it's in a need for it's a need for a distraction, not an addiction. With most people now, they want a distraction from life because they're not happy. I mean that might sound really dark, but if they're not fucking sitting scrolling the mobile phones, they need to be doing something else. But unfortunately, because they bury themselves in the drink in the house, they spend even more time fucking scrolling the one probably the one biggest thing that's keeping them depressed and anxious, and fucking on edge. What, the phone? Aye. We know people who... Probably don't like the job Monday to Friday, and then it's that, that one Saturday a week is that full bottle of vodka. Mm. And it's like that, but it's the same cycle, week in, week out, week in. They drink because they're pissed off with the week, and, but then they do it again. And That's then they're happy on that change day. Your life, not you. And your habits will follow. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's quite a big it's thing a, for someone it's to change life. It's a hard thing life. to say and do. It's not going to be easy. But it'll stop you drinking. I'm probably the biggest drinker out of us three, then, aren't I? Yeah. Oh, God. But I'm not. This is, the, this is the mad thing. Like, it'll be weeks before I ever drink. Like, at a time. Easy. And even when I do have a drink. It'll be the Christmas party, yeah, I'm guessing. From now, from now till then, it'll be the... No, we're going away. Mm. Yeah, we're going away. And I'll be Santa Rainy Ross pretending to drink wine in that, in the restaurants, won't I? It's just black juice. I always just have that, like, debate with myself. Am I going to drink? Am I not? Am I going to drink? Am I not? Do I need a drink? I just think you can't be asked because it's so expensive, isn't it? You think, well, what's the point? It's not the expense, it's more the what's the point, because then I've got to fuck on with a taxi. And I mean... It's the next yeah. day. It's the next day. For me, looking after a child hungover, nope. Not worth it. And no. sorting out your lift, like you're saying. It, it, it you're is, it is a get your car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you drove in. It is, like, that, that next day for, for us, I mean, well, for me, I like to be fresh on a Sunday. I like to wake up fresh. And when I've had even three... I would say, th- if I've had three pints, I feel it the next day. I feel ropey. And it's like, I've got me fucking whites to do on a Sunday. <laughs> but I do, we, we prepare for the week ahead, don't we? That's the thing, and it's like, I use that Sunday as a pre- preparation for the week ahead and a, and a chill out. Mm-hmm. I always feel like if you spend a day rough, you don't feel like you've actually spent a day chilling. No, not at all. It's like you, 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 you're recovering. So results, clients, what do you think about, um, we'll go Luke, what do you think about alcohol in relation to people getting results, the the stopping points with them, what do you think of that? 
You can hold this one now. <laughs> it's all in moderation, because to tell someone to stop drinking altogether, they're never going to do it. No. Never will. But if you say, oh, let's cut back, say they had two bottles of wine, let's cut back to one and a half. When they say they're having two, they're having four. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. <laughs> we're, like, we're like, we'll cut it down 500 mils every week until it's just one glass. Yeah. So you're not cutting it out completely because that's cold turkey and they'll yeah. not stick to it. But what they don't understand is the effect on the metabolisms and the protein synthesis because one day of drinking knocks you full recovery for what, 48 hours, is it? It's something crazy. Depends how long it's in the suit. Depends how much they've drank. Yeah, it's yeah, something yeah. crazy long, but the protein synthesis is down. Stop absorbing everything you need. Yeah, yeah. insulin's up. You're fucking just setting yourself up, especially if you're eating shit as well. Yeah. Because that comes comes in it, take away a couple of bottles of wine. McDonald's. Whatever it is, done a kebab. <laughs> and that, I had one in the ages. <laughs> that's the thing, like that they've wrecked the systems in their body that would deal with the problems and then filled it with all the shit that they shouldn't have had. And that just has a knock on effect for the next week. Yeah. If you follow it along. Because they always gain you always hold the water on the month like you get it in here when they come in for a weigh in on a Monday. Yeah, they've had yeah, a few yeah. drinks on Friday, Saturday, and they're like four pounds up, and they're like, oh, I only had a bottle of wine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's what people don't understand, and then it's the calories on top. They never know how many calories they're drinking. They'll have a, think vodka's fine, but they'll mix it with Coke. Yeah. And then we have 200 calories a glass. <laughs> or we had a client before who, in the session, somebody said, uh, vodka doesn't have any calories. As a jest, and one of the girls actually thought that it was real, <laughs> so she didn't track her vodka, and she was drinking like a fair bit across the course of the week. And then it came to the point of like, well, you said it didn't have any calories in it. Was good. Somebody said it in jest, and she took it as literal, which was mental, absolutely mental. I'm not obviously going to say who. <laughs> She's not a client anymore, so that's her. You can tell us after. <laughs> yeah. But I, absolutely crazy. But obviously then she realised she had to scan it and track it and all the rest of it. So, yeah, mad. Do you and I find it harder because I never like drinking. Yeah. So I don't understand the process of why I need to have one on Friday. Yeah. Uh, I think in that respect, because I... Would you find a problem in, like, say, somebody having it with a male on a Saturday or something, going out, couple's night out, something like that, a date night, shared a bottle of wine with a male? Would you find a problem in that? It's not that I find a problem with it. I just don't understand the why. Right. A lot it's of a people say relax them. It's a relaxing, relaxing isn't it? Why do you need to get relaxed with your partner, though? <laughs> it's always, I've had a stressed week. About I think it week. heightens the relaxing, whatever the relaxing hormone type is, isn't it? Like, it'll put you into a... So does weed. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was going to say, there's lots of things that do that, but alcohol's a poison. Yeah. That's the thing. It's poison. We've said it the last couple of weeks in the gym, 
if alcohol had just come out now, mm -hmm. it'd be a class A drug. Yeah, 100%. But now they make too much money off it, so... I can go into Tesco's now and buy 50 bottles of vodka without them stopping us. They would say, you having a party? <laughs> That's what they'd say, like, I'm gonna drink it all myself. Nobody can stop me from buying that amount and drinking it all myself, mm -hmm. which is fucking scary. I would really like to have a conversation with someone, like I, an alcoholic, but someone who's accepting, fully accepting of the fact that they're a full-blown alcoholic. I'd love to understand the psychology and what keeps them with it. Do you know what I mean? Because of the fact that I don't drink myself and I don't, I don't get the draw to it. I'd like to get a better understanding of it because then maybe I can help people more, especially obviously when we're talking about results. And I see people drinking wine every night on the charts and they're, they're not getting the protein in and stuff like that, but then whatever protein ins, they're getting in is gonna be hindered anyway because of the fact that they're drinking alcohol. But they have all these other issues, health issues especially going on, but they're still not willing to give up that alcohol and I want to know what the draw is. It is an addiction, isn't it? but I'd like to understand it more. I'd love to go on a course about it, actually. Mm. There'll be some good books on that. Mm. Yes, yeah. I think it would help a lot of our clients, especially mm -hmm. be because of... I know, but they'd find it really offensive if I just start dishing out fucking... Out there, books. It is, I, th I think that's one of the, I mean, because we, we, we collar so many people on alcohol, and then generally their first answer back is, well, I tracked it. They get very defensive over yeah. alcohol. Defensive, definitely. Would you ever say people um, hide it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. 100%. And, the, and I'm not talking alcoholics here, I'm talking about just everyday folk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think because... I don't know. I don't know what the logic is from, from people who aren't like alcoholics, they just like a glass of wine a night. Mm -hmm. I think they hide it because they think... I, maybe, maybe they feel scared of being judged about it, even though they're not like an alcoholic, but they're now that they have a drink, like a glass of wine every night because they like it and whatever. But they're not getting the results. But they don't necessarily want to give it up. But they're not getting the results, but rather than sort of... I don't know. Does that then make them an alcoholic, though, if they're not admitting to themselves that the drink's stopping them from getting them where they want to be? I don't know what the, the borderline is of what an alcoholic... Someone word? who's not willing to give it up drink for anything? Is it? Like, yeah, yeah. Someone who drinks every day? I mean, so, Someone who yeah. needs to have a drink every day, and if they don't have a drink, they're like, yeah, I didn't drink me wine. Yeah. Didn't drink me vodka. And is that... Well, then does that come down to the people who, like... Um, I mean, we know social alcoholics, in a way, mm -hmm. so we self-named them that. Um, forgetting the question I was going to ask for that one. But it's like, do, uh, those people, like, they can't go out, they can't meet people without having a drink. Mm -hmm. Is that then classed as an alcoholic? Because I don't know the definition, no, to be, be fair. there'll be a clinical. Yeah, there'll be a clinical, um one for that. Mm -hmm. So I can't really, we can't really say that then, can we? 
Or can't we? Nah, no, I don't know. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's hard, isn't it? Because you don't know where the, the, the draw the line. But if somebody can't not have it to go out, meet friends, um, before they go to bed. Because mm-hmm. it helps them sleep. I've heard that one. Yeah. I mean, what do you think of the... Um, I think it's been glamorised. What, drinking? Wine o'clock. <laughs> I think it's given... Um, no, like TV shows or... Do yeah. show on that? Well, there, there was... There was something about an American TV show where they, they had on a Thursday night, it was called Red Thursday or something like that, and you were, it had these certain TV shows on and it was promoting like a, a red wine Thursday type thing. And so it settled people into that routine and everyone started to associate red wine with a Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Forgetting what it was. What, like Fishy Friday? Yeah, yeah right, Fishy Friday. That's a uh, Christianity thing though, Sarah. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Sorry, I'm, yeah. not, <laughs> I'm not religious. A I'm not religious in the slightest. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's Good Friday. You have, is it Good Friday? Have yeah, fish? No, no, that's where yeah, it's come from. So, but why? <laughs> Sorry, no, no, no. Let's not go into yeah, the religion. Yeah, red wine. But it was uh, something along them lines. So it's like, but the wine o'clock thing has been. Um, it's become a socially acceptable thing, and, and for everyone just to say, "Fucking, is it the weekend yet?" No, it's wine o'clock, or it's wine o'clock Wednesday, something like that. It's eleven no, o'clock somewhere. Ah, it's eleven o'clock somewhere 11 in the world. O'clock. It's and someone's that, birthday somewhere. But you even. You, you are probably the biggest drinker out of the three of us. You are, yeah. definitely. But, like, even the airport, never too early when you're at the airport, 5 a.m., having a bottle of lager, and it's like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, it's 5 o'clock Just in the morning. Just to go on the fucking plane. Yeah. But it's not to get, it's not to get on the plane. It's because they're on holiday. It's for a photo as well. Why, I? Because you always take a photo of your bigger I didn't tiger. S- I didn't this time. Two, three-hour flight. Yeah. I had a tiger beer before getting on the flight board, Sonny, because I had three fucking kids to look after. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we, uh, he didn't even finish it. I know. I don't even think I finished mine. I think I helped her through a coffee after that. Mm-hmm. It was like, we, I think actually the last few flights though, it hasn't been a beer. I think the only reason why we have a beer in the airport is if we're in the lounge, mm-hmm. because it's free. <laughs> <laughs> I think when we've been in the normal bit, we haven't bought one. Mm-hmm. Probably because it's like six quid a pint as well. Like. <laughs> But why, See, that just seems like such a waste of money to me. It is. You're just pissing it out. It is. If you think I know, it. but you could say that to someone who has 300 grams of protein a day. You just piss it out because your body doesn't use it all. When you're 300 pounds like Luke. <laughs> See, it depends on your body weight. <laughs> <laughs> so I, they, they, I mean, like, what do you think of these... Um, so the people... On a night, I deserve this, or I've had a shit day. Well, people do that with food as well as alcohol. But this topic's about alcohol. Yeah, I know. No, I know, <laughs> but I'm just saying, if you've got that kind of nature where, like, oh, I worked really hard, I'm going to have, I'm going to have a takeaway. I'm going to have worked really hard this week, or work's been super stressful. I'm going to have a drink. The dopamine, again, it's the reward. The reward. We're it's so the whole wired now that way. We need the a fucking reward is. for everything. Yeah. Instant gratification. Mm. Well, it's like fucking kids get awards for just take a, a participation. What I fucking hate that, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Mix. But that's like a life. D 
day in the life of an adult. That's why adults have given kids participation awards at school because they've realised that that glass of wine every night is their participation award for life. I'm having a glass of wine because I survived today. But it's just a normal day. Oh, I know. But then does this come back to you have to change your life then? If you feel as though you need a glass of wine after work, then it's not probably the wine, it's the work. Do you think? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's the same with everything. A lot of people have really... Any bad habit generally comes from people who are unhappy with something else in their life. Smoking is exactly the same. Eating too much is exactly the same. Alcohol is the same. People bury themselves in something that makes them temporarily happy because overall, something in their life is just not making them happy. Whether it's the partners, whether it's the job, whether it's having to look after the kids all the time, whatever it is, something turns people to addictive things and it tends to be bad habits. I mean, you do get some people who get addicted to going to the gym, but then it becomes obsessive and it's because it's the one thing that they can control. Mm. Do you know what? I think alcohol is one of those things where, just even the discussion on alcohol, or alcohol in general, is the most every fucker judges we're sitting judging now. Like, maybe it's not to the extent of, no, are you an alcoholic or anything like that? No. But everyone judges other people's choices on alcohol because you don't understand it. Yeah. Like, why did they drink? The fucking life's in absolute chaos. There's multiple things occurred. We've obviously got experience of people we know. There's multiple things occurred and there's every fucking reason under the sun you shouldn't drink, but you still do. Why? That's a judgment. But then at the same time, it's, what do you not drink for? Like, why, why, why do you not drink? Can you not go out and just have a drink with your mates? Like, why do you feel like you can't drink? What do you not drink for? And that's a judgment as well. People will judge you for not drinking. It bring, it, even just the topic of alcohol brings out kind of the worst in people. If you look at it that way, because we'll all judge From everyone. From each side else. of the fence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what about the in-between? Who's in between? The person who just likes to go out on a Saturday night and actually really enjoys a good drink. Does it for the fun? I don't know many people who do. Do you not? No, because normally it's not just one night a week where they go out and drink for the fun, they'll continue drinking for a full weekend or... You not ready? Because everyone thinks they drink for the fun though. Surely, surely, well, yeah. oh no, I suppose, no, I suppose some people do drink to drown the sorrows, that's the, that's the expression, isn't it? But some people, the young'uns, drink because they want to go out and have a good time. Yeah, exactly, you've got those, they enjoy it. Mm -hmm. I mean, think of the 18-year-old party we went to last night. Jesus Christ. All of them are there getting drunk for the fun of it, it's not because the life's shit. Yeah. I reckon it's because the age though. Like when you're in the UK when it's 18, you're not allowed to do it socially. And then you hit 18, you're like, fuck it, I'll go off the rails. Yeah. Whereas, what is it, Italy and that, it's, it's 12, is it 12? They can have a glass of wine with a glass male. Glass of wine yeah. with the male. Like, and then it gets more associated with food. Because there's is, yeah. Drinking the there, European, yeah, yeah. European countries see us as fucking alcohols. Just because we go out on a Saturday, whereas they'd rather have a glass of red wine or whatever yeah with the food 
Yeah. Unfortunately, Europeans say the worst of British as well, mm. because we all go to Europe on our holidays, and when we're on holidays generally, that's when we get Arsholes. pissed off. Yeah, we are. We're assholes. We are. It's like, like I said, I, I tend not to drink. I don't like drinking, but one day on holiday, I had a few pints around the bar, around the pool, and I had a few drinks on the night, and I felt ill the next morning. Didn't drink the rest of the day. Yeah. We are shit on, like, we're, we're the majority of Brits on holiday, and I am putting these into a fucking bracket, because it is embarrassing. And I was one of them. I know. Like, back in the, back in the day. <laughs> we always have this conversation, back in the, back in the day I wouldn't have got me, like, absolute yob. Of course you would have. Proper you would yob. have been number ten. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Yob. You would have. <laughs> But, uh, it, yeah, I, su I suppose where we are restricted to it. The thing is, with Europeans, I think, where um, their, their culture for a long time has been meet up for a coffee, yeah. where Brits for a long time has been meet up for a beer, and we've carried that on, and obviously the... We haven't been allowed to entertain, like, the, the... You're not allowed something. It's, it's that mentality as well, isn't it? You're not allowed it, and then once you've got it, the boom, I'm out all the time. Mm -hmm type thing, but in Europe, Europe, they associate with food, they're allowed it at a younger age, they don't use it to get drunk. Because when we went, there was a strike at me old work, we went to France, uh, and that was rural France, and they were having drink before work, like with the meal. And I mean, we were scared too, because obviously we were the, with the, as guests, um, but they had it as a social social thing, mm -hmm. not as a getting pissed thing, because we see it as, well, well I'll get four pints in with me bit and then get to work. I mean, we, I mean, I wouldn't have been able to function. But um, when I watched that, I was like, fucking hell, there is a big difference. Like, I mean, and, and some of the lads I went to work with, they were proper, like, Brit Brits. They were embarrassing in their own way, in a sense, like because they didn't understand the culture of them um, with that. But yeah, advice time. Ready? You can go first, Luke. So, I mean, what, would, what advice would you give to people wanting results, but who have not a drink problem, um, but are still having a drink culturally in them? Do you know what I mean? What advice would you give them? I think you already sort of covered it yeah, before. Yeah, it was earlier on. Like, just slowly cut it down. Bit but by not bit. not cut it out. Not cut it out, because that'll just, you'll just relapse at some point. There's no getting around that. You're just going to want it. Unless mentally you can do it, then go for it. But I wouldn't advise you to just cut it out. Yeah. Because <laughs> you just hate yourself. <laughs> Depending on how much you drink as well, just cutting it out can cause more problems. Yeah. As proven by family member. Yeah. Yeah, which is shit, isn't it? But, yeah. Proper shit. Yeah, but, um, so your advice, Sarah, for people? Um. <laughs> same as Luke, if, if, if you enjoy it and you drink, you do it culturally, or you just like it, just cut down, choose. Obviously, the norm is choose lower calorie options, but unfortunately, the lower calorie options are more toxic. 
as well. And they're still getting as pissed, and when they are more pissed, they still make those other bad choices of... Of eat shit, not turn up to the gym on a Monday, which rolls to Tuesday. I mean, at the end of the day, though, right, some people are always going to drink, and that and that's just in them. If they really, really, really want the results, they will do what Luke says, and they'll slowly but surely dwindle it out until it's not something that they're having regularly or at all, yeah? But then there's people who want the results, but they still want to live their life, and living their life means going out and having a drink on a weekend. Make sure you get your protein in on a morning. Eat decent food throughout the day if you're going to have, like, a lot save calories to be able to have that drink and don't make sure you don't fucking go via a takeaway on the way home and don't get a mcdonald's breakfast it's, it, it's having if you're going to insist on going out for that night out you need to have the strength of will to not fuck up in other areas because then it all comes to shit yeah and i like my five drink rule <laughs> I like that one. I mean, that's helped me loads, to be fair. I know, but you needed the five drink, drink rule, not, because, not, be of, not yeah. because of your results, but to not be a tit. Yeah. But <laughs> most people... The thing is, most people are tits. A lot of every... every probably big mistakes adults make in their life is probably caused by alcohol in some way or form. Oh, we could go on yeah, for ages. I, <laughs> I was going to say, like, if yeah, you start yeah. thinking about mistakes that you make when you've had a drink, is that not just the truth of your own self coming out? No, oh, yeah, That's let's not get deep. That's a topic for another day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but I think I think for me, I would go like um, obviously trying to cut it down, but not cut it out. It's like when people say like they only have like a bottle of wine. It's generally they'll have a bottle of wine Friday, Saturday, and then a couple on the Sunday night, something like that. So it is cut cut at least one day out. Do you know what I mean? And then cut two days out. If you haven't a drink a week, if that's your release, if that's your pleasure, in a sense, I don't mind it. It's the everyday alcohol, going to bed 11 o'clock, trying to get up for the gym, and then trying to function all day, and then you're ratty and all the rest of it, and you don't understand why. Mm -hmm. And it's that constant cycle, and it's like, just fucking stop your daily drinking, blah, blah, blah. But if you can do it just one night a week, and then without getting fucked up, Mm. I think that's the thing. If you can do it one night a week, get tiddly, have a bit of a laugh. Do you know what I mean? What, like, I don't find any harm in that. For the people who are all or nothing, sort of, you're not, you're not the ones. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm all or nothing, me. I'm all or nothing. All right, okay. So if you're all or nothing, we could, could you not treat it like you do like with you, with your bodybuilding prep and stuff like that? Have a refade day. Like, that's going to sound fucking absolutely ridiculous, but... If you're someone who's got such an addictive personality that you either have it all or you have none of it, yeah. do you need to have none of it and then have, like, have a refeed booked in where you know on X date you're going to have a bottle of wine? So you're telling people once a month to get <laughs> no, proper wrecked? No, I'm not promoting binge drinking at all. No, I'm just thinking like psychology. <laughs> but I, I suppose It'll probably taper them down thing. over time. Well, exactly, because, because they'd, get less, they'd get less resistant to it. Yeah. Because like now I can have a couple of drinks and have a stotting headache in the morning. So they'll not have that barrier. They'll get pissed quicker. Do you get us? So they'll yeah, drink yeah, less. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, I like that idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'll end up there then. Yeah. <laughs>